He's always sweaty. Anytime I see Cat Williams, like, he's always sweaty. Uh, he's always sweaty. Or what's his name? <laughs> it's true. Modern day jester. Like that's what you are. That's what you are. What's the British dude's name? Jim Jeffries. He just sits on the fucking stool the whole time. Yeah. Whiskey. <laughs> Bro, fucking, uh, Tom Segura is just like. Tom Segura. He's calm, but he's. Pretty like sensational. That's what I'm saying. It's mostly in his face. Like, his face and his accents are what, like, gets you. It's like, it's a he doesn't... craft. It's a yeah. craft. Facts! <laughs> God don't make no junk. That's <laughs> I think everybody kind of agrees, but Dave Chappelle, man. I used to watch Dave Chappelle when I was growing up. Dave mm-hmm. Chappelle is, like, one of my favorite comedians for, for sure. sure that. One of the realists. Like, yeah, his, 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 like, delivery is crazy. Like, he tells stories that ends up being jokes. And, like, right. I, I don't think that they're jokes. Until like the very end, punchline, like that. yeah, punchline. He brings he brings shit like full circle all the time, which is like bro, like storytelling. I like we we talk about it all the time. Like storytelling is underrated. That right? started out it's a like, special saying Anthony Bourdain killed himself. How do you start off a comedy oh, man, special with right. that, bro? Everyone loves Anthony Bourdain. How do you too, start bro? off what? a comedy special with saying, "Hey, that guy that you loved watching on TV murdered himself, suicide." Dude, that's uh, deal that's with that. Tough. You paid for a ticket tonight to come deal with that. You paid for <laughs> <it>. <laughs> you did. That's another thing. He's not a. I mean, but that's, but that's also like beautiful though, because he like kind of helped everybody that maybe was avoiding dealing with that loss. I guess kind of like see it for fa- its face value. And that's another thing is like art. When it comes to art, you go and you might be mad because like that's not what I wanted to see. You came to see me. You right. paid to see what I was gonna. Exactly. I could come up, dance for a couple minutes, and then <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter what you were expecting. I'm the one that's putting it out. That's what you're getting. Right. And it's kind of like sometimes people hold higher expectations for what they want to see, and whenever they don't get what they have their expectations set to, then they get mad. But it's like it's not up to you to decide, man. You're the you're just there to experience, not to that's dictate. True. I mean, even if you even if you pay money, you're not there to dictate. You're there paying money to me for me to do what I want to do, you know? Right. It's also like how much energy would it take for the artist to walk around the museum and tell everybody, no, that's not what the painting means. This is what it means. Oh, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how much energy could that really take? Like, that's it's art supposed to be in the eye of the beholder, right? Exactly. And then, uh, honestly, if, if you take that same point with, like, abstract art, yeah. I don't necessarily get abstract art. But I do at the same time. Some abstract art is real cool, but some of it is literally just like a blue, a blue canvas, just super. Yeah, blue. yeah. And it's it's like well, I don't get the meaning. I respect you for doing it. I just don't see it. Wait, I'm but a, it's like I'm gonna give you two examples. Real quick. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, but look, look, because in that sense, like these are two examples that nail perfectly in there. So, uh, if you've ever seen uh, Love, Death, and Robots animation uh-huh. on Netflix, really good. But there's an episode like, literally, the whole thing is like he paints this like color it's a unique blue right and it's just like a like a monolith I don't, mm. y'all know what a monolith mm. is it's just a monolith that's blue like that's all of the painting is and everyone's like crazed over it like oh my god like greatest art like he's like the greatest artist of all time but you look at it you're like bro this is just like a fucking blue black monolith. background with a blue, with the blue like, yeah. specific blue but like everyone loves it and then like finally like this in an interviewer gets in right he's like this is my final project and then like the final project is like he makes this like tool and he like blacks out the entire uh like the entire fucking mm-hmm. room and it's just that color of blue but it's a tool right mm-hmm. and then he kind of like dives into the tool but you realize he's a, like an ai he yeah started off as a fucking like painting machine in a pool mm-hmm. and that was the color he saw every day but mm-hmm. he just saw that color of blue every day and it was like that's like what he grew up that was his home it's all about but perspective then, like, someone basically like upgraded this cleaning machine into like, like a, a have AI like yeah, capability. And like because that was just like you know he saw that every day. 
it seems like I'm ready to go home. I've done everything like that I felt like I needed to fulfill here. It's like it's time for me to be just an ambassador. And then, like, he just – so now he goes back in the pool, basically just throws a part back into the stream. And just starts back from where he started just from. Cleaning, yeah. Like, full circle. Comes full circle. But, like, it's absolutely yeah, – you don't know what it's, the fuck that is. You're like, what the fuck is this? And, it's, and it's, not, it's not up to you to decide. It's like the artist. You're just there to experience, not there to objectify. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, there, there was a, uh, a satirical, like, joke in – of Archer, I think it was the one. I love that show. And they were in the Colombian like war type <laughs> shit. So like there was like this general, and he was like saying like talking about all the paintings he had and stuff like that. And he was like, "This one, this is my favorite piece of art." And it's just like literally a white piece. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so he, like they're like talking about I, I don't get it. And he's like, "You don't see it? You can't tell that this is like." He starts like explaining the art, and then like to finish it off, he's like, "And it's finished with." Coat after coat after coat of just, uh, just eggshell white. All these, that's what he yeah. said. Eggshell yeah, white. Eggshell he was white. like, just eggshell white. And I was like, very specific kind of white. So and like, so everybody's like, so what's the point? He said, the point is it costs ten million dollars. <laughs> Dude, uh, there's a thing. So I went, uh, to the museum of natural or the museum of fine arts. Mm-hmm. And with like a with like a kind of like a class, but it was like an upper level class. Mm-hmm. And my professor had the 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 know how to get behind the scenes to the people that take pictures of all the nice, crazy, super old paintings to put them online for people to see or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we got to go back there to see the people taking photo photos. And I was up close in person with like crazy artists, hand painted like originals. Like uh, I don't know if y'all know Jackson Pollock, mm-hmm. but yeah. There was a huge, a huge Jackson Pollock just right here. Like, I could literally touch it if I wanted to. And the thing with, like, it's the same thing with, like, uh, that the art that we were just talking about. It's, like, it seems kind of funky. But art, whenever you look at it in person, live and up close, it feels a little bit different than just looking at it on, like, a screen or looking at it on of, of pictures. I was going to ask that, though. Like, do you think that, like, museums are going to go into, like, a virtual space? Like, instead of having a building that you pay rent and utilities on, like, just put not just put all the paintings and stuff on there but like e- even create like a virtual VR gallery. gallery type shit and uh, then yeah. through that the secondary question would be like would you lose some of the art like you're saying like there's energy in in the art that you're around you know what i mean and if you take the ability to tangibly touch it you know what I mean? yeah, like right, see right. it in front of your face like that and that energy's still there you know what i mean Oh, dude, they have crazy like visuals, visuals at concerts. Shit they come up with is all like digital art, mostly, you yeah. know, made on there. I f- that's just amazing. But right. like, I mean, it doesn't, it's not going to hold necessarily that same value. Or it's, for some people, maybe it does. I think it's just a little different. Yeah. See, that's but what I I'm saying. Like, are artists in the digital space even close to as respected as artists in non digital space? And if not, what's the, like, where's the stigma? You know what I mean? I is there a reason for that? I feel like the digital age is really cool because you can globalize everything whatever you put online anybody across the world can see but at the same time that allows anybody across the world to post their own things which kind of bloats art in itself like there's just kind of a an overflow of things to look at so we become right. desensitized to what looks nice because everything looks nice True. but you just have to have a i guess personalized eye of what you like now 
instead of it being like, oh, that is a an amazing piece of art. It's like that's something I personally enjoy because there's so much out there. Mm-hmm. Just like there's different kinds of like genres of music, even like genres of genres of subgenres of music. It's the same thing with like art, where it's like you. That's what I like specifically, so I'm going to enjoy it. Right. But now there's just so much out there in the world and online to where it's like you ha- you just have to kind of pinpoint what you like. But it does detract from the fact. There's this guy that I like. His name is Francis Bacon, and he's a he's a, a painter. And it's like all of his stuff, if it was digital, it wouldn't be as good. His paintings are sometimes the size of this wall, if not bigger. And there's like three of them, and the colors are super deep and rich. And you can only get that, the, the feel of it being up in person. You know what I mean? So. Seeing yeah. it for yourself, because you can't see like the layers of paint and shit like to that. To kind of answer to both of y'all on that, like first of all, like there's way more people now. Like you have so many, like especially like with the NFT thing, like we talked about. Oh, it's, that's it's so crazy. many that's people crazy. are just throwing shit out there. And with that being said, also it's like you have this array of you know choices to choose from, and like people don't understand fully understand it yet. So people are just buying shit in hopes of making money rather than like you know like paintings and stuff. Now people are buying because they enjoy it. Digital exactly. art space right now, it's not to a point where people are fully understanding what it is and, like, the beauty in it. People are just like, w- like, oh, I'm just going to buy in in hopes of making money. So it's more of a money and, like, a... Money grab. Yeah, so instead it's... Instead of appreciation type Exactly, thing. exactly. So, like, that's kind of what I was talking about is, like, this is what I've been talking about with you recently. That, like, if we do, like, make this full, like, digital scale transition, what are we not seeing that we're going to lose? What what is not like in, in the naked eye to say like oh that's not gonna exist anymore that's like true. a museum like in a museum <laughs> actually this is like when I really have like a deeper appreciation for art it's actually I hate to say it but I was high it was like I was like really it high happens and right? that, it it makes you just open your eyes it, up more and it know? did I was really high and I was at the uh, museum of fine arts you know they have the free Thursdays or whatever yeah. I was just in there one day and I was looking at art and I was like. I get it now. You know, when people are just staring at paintings yeah. and they're like, wow. It's like, it speaks to you in a different way. And then it's like, why was this person big? They used a different style than what was used to. Like, you got to think, at one point, realism was fucking huge. Yeah. So people were only drawing just photos of, like, kings trees, and queens, and trees. Oceans, they didn't have actual like photographs, that. you know? Like, they couldn't capture a moment in time, so they had to hire people paint to paint. It. Yeah. And then at some point, you know, like, Picasso, this man just, is like, people are like, what the fuck? fuck is that shit <laughs> like, yeah. that, that, that actually threw everybody off exactly man. Right. It's different so and it's like people use different strokes at one point like it's like different ways of like painting the picture and it's like for someone who doesn't understand art i can see how, how people are like what the fuck is this but when you look at it deeper you gotta think like how art evolves and how people look at art and just like these people may not even have meant to revolutionize it they just de- did what they felt instead of just oh this is what we're used to this is what everyone's mm-hmm. doing let me do what I feel, and then it's like someone's like, "Wow, I've never seen that before." That's something that's like unbelievable right. to them. So, yeah, I uh, I like to think of art as more of like seeing different perspectives, like seeing inside of somebody's head. You know what I mean? Like they painted that; that's what they felt, and that's what they saw inside of their head. So it's like it's also a fear of mine, though, is that like, are we actually going to be experiencing people's feelings and emotions? Through Like, cause like we get to feel somebody's entire life through paintings like uh, "Killing a Sorry Night" and shit like that. It's like mm-hmm. This this wasn't just like what you saw that night. This distortion of what you saw that night was caused by how you felt, and how you felt, what you were going through in that night, things like that, and what inspired you to paint this was how you were feeling 
that and it's just a weed, you know what I mean? And so like when you look into NFTs, it's like, okay, this is actually pretty dope, but like why did you make this? That's true. That's <laughs> like, you I might feel look. like it's starting to become hard to differentiate between a money grab and then whatever it is you do for a passion. And you know? that's right. exactly. And so like, at that point, it's like, are people that are actually in art spaces, digital art spaces, that actually creatives or just businessmen? It's, it's a it's a big combination of both, but it's hard to differentiate. It's, a, it's like a line that's not so clear anymore. Yeah. I can agree with that. Turning your hobby into a job sometimes sometimes feels like a job in itself. Right. Because you just have to, like, work at what you like. And sometimes whenever you start working at what you like, you just stop liking it. And then you're just like, well, if I'm good at it, may as well Fair make point. money on it. That's why, I, that's why I feel like people down. say, like, um, you're never really going to find what you want to do for the rest of your life. You just got to start trying shit and just find what you like. Because, I mean, like, even the shit that you like, you're not going to like it forever. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And you might get bored of it. I think it's not even bored. It's just like if you just new things. If you walk into like, what's a good job? You know what I mean? Like a good job for our age is like a fucking travel agent. You get to fucking travel. book flights, fucking go travel wherever you want, do all this shit, help people out, do like shit like that. That's not like a good job, right? But in thirty years, is that a good job? Do you want to clock in every day, plan people's vacations? Honestly, not take your own. <laughs> not take your own. Planning shit hurts my head. To that's be honest. what I'm saying. I'm so more like, of like, I wake up in the day. What am I gonna do? I'll decide in an hour. I have no idea. I love know? planning vacations. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's like, the only thing, though. Okay. <laughs> that's like the only thing. See, that's what I'm saying. Is like in in that moment, it might seem like a good idea. It might even feel like the right thing to do. It might even feel like your passion. But it like in 10, 20, 30 years, you might not feel the same. Way. That's okay. But people don't really feel like. I feel like people don't understand that. People are so quick to like just give up. Be like, all right, what I gotta do? Where I clock in at? So, uh, Roland, what made you like? With that being said, is like, what made you get into? If y'all don't know, Roland does photography. Just throw it out there. But, like, what got you into that, though? In the sense of, like, because you're saying, like, you we all try to find what we do, right? Yeah. We all try to find what we love. But, like, what got you into the art space in general? What made you decide to do that? So, uh, I had a girlfriend in high school. I don't know if you remember or not. It's basically about the only girlfriend that I had during the high school time. But she had given me a really, really old camera. It was a Canon AE-1 program. Mm-hmm. It was an older film camera. It had it's it had a bag. It had three or four different lenses and a couple of things of film. I was like, you know what? That looks cool on my shelf. But I would like to I would like to use it. You know, I bet it still works. And it and it did. It works really nice. And it actually works like one of my one of my favorite cameras to use. But I started looking up how to just how to use it, right? And then I got the film for it, and I was like, well, how do I develop this film? And I remember, I mean, a while ago, and they still do it, but Walgreens and CVS, they develop film and shit. So like, all right, cool. So I can buy film from CVS or Walmart, Walgreens, and I can get it developed, but it takes a little bit. And as I kept taking photos, like, man, these are kind of blurry, and I don't think it's on my end because they look crisp in the, in, the, in the viewfinder. And then I realized that it was, it was kind of like they did it really quick, and they didn't really put a lot of care and effort into it. So it was more of like a, yeah, let's get the shit over with. It's all like machine processed, but I started taking pictures with that camera and it was all on film and, uh, I took pictures with it for a while and then I got, I got tired of sending it into CVS. So I found some place in California that, that develops film and makes prints and emails me like digital copies. Like they'd go over the top. It's called the dark room if anybody's curious and has film to develop. But, uh, so I did that. 
And then I was like, you know what? I actually like photography quite a bit. It's a really fun hobby to go out and just do random shit. And then I, I decided to take a, a photography class uh, at College of the Mainland for a semester, two semesters. The first semester was really cool. The second semester was all online because of COVID, which kind of sucked ass. But uh, I ended up buying my first digital camera. So I worked with film first and I started to develop my own film. And then I moved on to digital, which was really cool because people do the opposite where they start with digital because it's easier to work with. And then they learn how to develop their own film. But the way, whenever you do digital first, it kind of, it kind of babies you a little bit. It kind of holds your hand a little bit to like, uh, it like automatically adjust a whole bunch of different things. But when you work with the analog or the film, you have to like fine tweak it with your hands. So I feel like now in my photography, whenever I do things with like a, like a digital medium, I could definitely fine tune it a lot more. Like, let's say if I, if it was like a, like a black and white photo, mm -hmm. I shot it in color. I could tell how it would look in black and white when I changed it up in like Lightroom or Photoshop or something like that. But that's how I kind of got started into it. Yeah, so. I can see in a lot of your pictures too, like your lighting, like you, cause you can tell in my personal opinion, like photography is different from someone who just started, like someone who's been taking it for a while. Lighting is always like the biggest like key. That's what differentiates a lot of like mm -hmm. good from mediocre is the lighting itself. And it's hard to really like understand like what lighting can look good or even just making and for some people, some people are better in Lightroom or like in the editing field, so like they can make the lighting better. But then, like, like you, you work with film, so you're already used to adjusting stuff to kind of get that point to yeah. where it's like, I can make this lighting what I want it to be. Or you see the you see the shot, and you're like, this lighting would be perfect for that. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes I see like a set, and I'm like, okay, you know what? That would be really cool from this angle. Or like right now, that all that red light right there, I really like the red light back in that wall. It's a real cool setup. A little bit on somebody's face would look real cool, you know what I mean? Right. No, and I feel like so. A question for mine is like I've always been interested in photography, and more so the photography itself, the vision behind the photography. Like, what's something that inspires you whenever you go out on set? Uh, I really like eerie photos, or just like like something with mystery. So if if like uh, I like really deep colors or like really dark contrast sometimes. So like if I see something that looks cool i bet it would look better at night or i bet it would look better with a really bright red spot somewhere or like uh, most of the time if i go up to a spot i'll have to go up to the spot before i even know what i want to shoot i just go there i'm like well i'll figure it out when i see it and as soon as i see it i'm like that's it that's where i'm going to take a shot that's where i'm going to take a photo and i go up and down and then down a little bit more and take a whole bunch mm -hmm. but it's kind of all like uh I don't know until I get there. You know what I mean? That, that makes sense. And yeah. I, I was going to say, like, do you have you ever had, like, any experiences worth sharing about, like, dealing with models that are, that are not necessarily easy to deal with? So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so sometimes there are, there are, they have, there have been some people that just won't stop being stiff. They, uh, they're just like, they're just like stiff. Like, they won't, they won't relax. Mm -hmm. They, I like, sometimes I'll try and tell a joke or I'll try and, like, Get them to do something ridiculous or something dumb. Lighten them up. Yeah, but and then they'll just still just stiff as fuck, and they they don't ever loosen up. And that's it's kind of hard to deal with because it makes the photo just not look that great. But I mean, <laughs> but I mean, at the end of the day, it's kind of like up to me to make it look good, regardless. That's, that's what right? I was gonna say though, is because like going into the sh like actual shoot, you have like a vision of like what you want yeah. it to look like, how you want it to look, because you know what you're doing. Like you say, you know what it's gonna look like yeah. on the other side of the camera. But like this person is paying you to make it look good, and they not complying they with you on how to like, make it like look good. Plank from Ed, Ed, and Eddie—they're just fucking like <laughs> stiff as shit, you know. But 
I mean, it, it's all about like working the angles and the light fall off and all that shit. And I mean, uh, you can you can end up getting pretty good shots just by the angle and, and what's in the frame itself, regardless of if they're stiff or not. And uh, and I mean, for the most part, you know, whenever somebody's really good in front of a camera, because they can just kind of they literally just work it by themselves and you just there to take the picture. But whenever somebody's not really comfortable in front of it, you have to like ease them into it. You maybe have to like talk to them a little bit beforehand. But it is sometimes a little a little difficult. I can see that, that though. It's like but. when people, like whenever it's like we were talking about, when people want to come on the podcast, they're like, oh, let me come on. And then they think about like what that entails, like having to be in. It's weird because like when you get in front of a camera, it's like you just change. Like people are like, oh, shit. Like what's the difference between me looking at you right now and the fucking, it's the same shit. It yeah, feels, it, that's true. It's the it same shit. It's different for some reason. Like honestly, I was a little bit nervous to, to hop on here just because I'm not normally in front of the camera. I feel like I'm super good behind the camera, but once I get in front of it, it makes me feel like just a little bit different, I guess. Like, is it like being watched? Like what, yeah, what do you yeah, think, it is? What do you think a, it is? That like, is an interesting like point though because like it's kind of the idea of like, your webcam could be turned on at any time, but you don't even be thinking about that exactly. shit. You just be living your life, and just like, but as soon as you know the camera's on you, like, oh shit, <laughs> I feel violated almost, dude. Vulnerable. vulnerable, or like, or like, what if like, what if you like, you have like little tweaks that you don't even know until you rewatch it back in film, and then you're that's, just like, oh that's shit. That's me. Is like, there's a, there's like a couple sayings that I have that I didn't know I had until I started podcast. Like, uh, one of them is. But what I'm really trying to say is <laughs> I say that all the time and I don't even realize it. I don't realize it. Every time I say it, I say it because it's it's natural. natural. It's right? natural. And it's like, I say it so much. People are like, I get what you're trying to say. Stop fucking saying that shit. <laughs> I say, you know what I mean? Oh, I, you know what Yo, I mean? Me fucking too. But is that's it? that's what that's what I'm like, I guess, not necessarily nervous of. But that's what's in my head sometimes. Like, man. What if I do some weird shit with like my lips or like my fucking eyes are twitchy or some shit? That's what makes me a little bit nervous in front of a camera is the things that are subtle that I don't necessarily notice. But I, I, all right, I have another question. This is, uh, I guess, a little off the wall in a sense. So, Roland, you probably been watching our podcast longer than most, I'd say. Like you were watching back when we were on a couch, like not a couch like this one, of course, that you're sitting like on now. Couch. It was like a cast yeah, casting couch. There you go. It wasn't perfect. Uh but so like when you were watching those, like when I asked you to be on the podcast, were you just like hell yeah, like I'm down or were you like ah No, I, I was <laughs> <laughs> I am fully down. So the way that I think about uh a lot of my acquaintances and friends and a whole bunch of other stuff like that is like if they have a business that they promote or if they have something that they're doing, I normally 100% fully like help them out. I mean, it's super, it's extremely free and it costs nothing to just share something on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. So it's like anytime I see anybody produce something that they want to do, I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, keep going for it. I'll support you. And you guys, as soon as y'all put that shit, I was like, fuck yeah, man, keep going. I, I love, I love seeing people go after what they really like to do. So it, it like, Doing this makes me, I guess, happy in general, and like I'm just super glad to be a part of it. You know Fuck what I mean? Yeah, bro. Probably gonna uh, have you back on, honestly. Beautiful. I would be super happy. Like, to, we'll man. probably have you on like, later down but, the road. Uh, again, for sure. Nah, bro. Like, it's just like I feel like people. Not enough people do that. It's like not enough people find something that like they really are interested in and dive into it. You know what I mean? Like, cause it's easy to be like, I like doing this. I'll do it every now and then when I can. But I mean, like. How how much effort does it take for you to say, nah, I don't I don't give a fuck what you got going on. I got shit to do. Yeah. I got I got this shit that I like to do. I'm exactly. gonna go do that. I don't give a fuck what you gotta say. 
Do you think, like, okay, what do you see yourself? I know this is always a hard in question. five years. <laughs> where do you see yourself in five years? I was going to say oh, it. Shit. I was going to say Like, I knew he saw it coming. He was being a dick about it. <laughs> he, he saw it coming. It's whatever. But, uh, like, where, like, fuck, now I don't even want to ask the question. Oh, now you know it's like, No, I'm going to ask the Rewind, question. But, back. like, also, screw this guy over here. Look. But, like, in five or ten years, not even just with photography, like, do you think you're still going to be doing, like, some sort of art form? Do you think it's, like, something you enjoy? Or do you think it's, like, time to grow up, I'm just going to give it up? No, I think that mentality is super detrimental. That that kind of mentality takes the, uh, the childhood out of, like, out of everything. You know what I mean? Like, if you're like, well, it's time to grow up. No, it's not. Literally, whatever you do, as long as you meet the baseline, do whatever you want. As long as you're happy. And that's the all... That, Cause there's so many different structures and things that put people into like little boxes and cubes that make them unhappy, but, but sufficient. Like they can pay for rent and all that shit, but they can't enjoy what they like. But me in what, five years, 10 years. Either way. Uh, Like in the future, just Uh, just look look down the road. It doesn't matter. 30, 20, 15 years, whatever. It doesn't Um, matter. We're all, all the same. I want a house with acreage. Uh, and I hope to still be shooting photographs. What I honestly, if this this might be con, like considered a dream or some shit like that, but fashion photography would be something that I really really want to do. Like for Vogue and all that shit would be so so badass. Uh, I have a whole bunch of photos that I haven't released yet, just because I'm not sure of myself to release them release them yet. But they look real cool and they're like tarot card uh, inspired, so they have like a whole bunch of meaning behind it. But what I want to be doing is is either fashion photography or some kind of computer science IT job career which is like like the reasonable side of being a dreamer i guess a that's yeah it's kind of like the solid back plan i, My, I forgot what it's i was gonna say you could do like weddings or like professional remember. photography yeah. like those pay big bro they, they do they do yeah. like i mean it sucks the worst like because it's just like oh no it's rick, uh, rick and rick and morty's like <laughs> uh he's like a pl- he's like i'm just for failure, exact, even dumber than regular planning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, why you're planning to? Like, that is true. You're planning for failure. That's even stupider than regular. So I'm planning. gonna fail, but just so when I do, I plan for that. Like, <laughs> what, what are you doing that for? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. I feel like the actual mentality that I have towards that is because other people project project that onto me. Because I I've told I've told a couple of people. Yeah, man, I would really like to be a photographer or something like that. Like, yeah, that's a good idea. But what else? What else would you want to do? It's like, what do you mean? What else? Well, I don't why have, do I? Why does there then, have to be a secondary it, option? Right. So then they make me think. Like, all right, realistically, in, in the COVID era, it, it is kind of difficult to get a whole bunch of people to be a be your clients as a photographer or whatever. But yeah, that's true. IT work is ever expanding. Everybody always has like everything electronic, hospitals, sure. lawyers, all that shit. So it's like that's super easy very related or very reliable and i can i can literally get that very soon you know i'm actually working towards it right now so i just want to say this to reply to that also just want to say i told you so because we had this conversation on one of our podcasts literally i was like what's easier like i'm saying i have a podcast or say i'm working to be an accountant you know what i'm saying like just telling people in general and he's like 
I mean, it doesn't matter what it says. He's like, like, who cares about easier? It doesn't <laughs> fucking matter. He said, like, I could tell you that I take my dog on walks to eat lizards and shit them out later. He's like, but that doesn't matter. Like, just words. Yeah, it I doesn't just said, fucking matter. It's like, like, I just said that shit. That's easy right? for me to say because it's not true. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, easier. <laughs> but the, the, the fact of the matter is it's a lot diff- more difficult to get gain somebody's respect by telling them, yeah, I'm just a photographer. Yeah, I'll, this is what I do. Exactly. It's my, this is what I spend my time on. But that's interesting that you said that, though, is like that it is like it's not like your own personal like disbelief in your future. It's other people's influences on your mm-hmm. disbelief. Like, it's, should I be? Should I be? It's like, like, it's, like the same, a, it's like the same thing with me. Like, I have a degree to go work in the plants and make six figures a year. But will I use it? Fuck no. Exactly. And it's not because I don't respect the fact that I could be making money and doing this and doing I that. I just don't want to bust my it's ass like that. more so that I don't want to spend half of my life, which is a 12-hour shift, in a place that I don't want to be for a thing that doesn't exist, which is a dollar. Like, let's just be fucking real. The fucking value of the dollar is going down. <laughs> it's like y'all are working for money whenever the money doesn't exist. And it's just like, I don't Nothing is, nothing is real. That, Everything I is don't, a construct. It's an illusion. It's all an illusion. That's what I'm saying. Is like, like, and this is what we were talking about. Is like when you like gain self-sustainability and like learn exactly what it means to like take care of your own shit and know what, how to be on top of your shit. Nobody ever has their shit together. But being on top of your shit is a skill that not everybody has. And it feels nice once you reach that. Right. Like, and so like if you gain that knowledge, it'll be like, all right, I know what I got to do to get this shit done. You're good. You don't need anybody else to say, hey, what about this? Or, hey, what about that? It's like, hey, how about you go ask yourself that shit? Because all my shit is taken care of. Like, how about you fuck off and pay me for these ph- photography That's fucking sessions, saying, you asshole? If you don't believe in my future, <laughs> how about you book me, motherfucker? I'll show you. Uh, is there a point that y'all would reach to that y'all would consider, yeah, I made it? Like, once you can buy something or once you're comfortably doing something, you're like, yeah, man. I'm pretty solid at the moment. Think, you know what I mean? I Y'all think, have a point. I think like for me, I, he might agree on this. It's never been about the money or even about sustaining like this as a career. It's only ever been about trying to like have a voice in helping somebody else. So for me, it's like a fulfilling moment being like, damn, I made it. It would be for one person on the street to be walk up and be like, hey, I watch your podcast and that should stop me from killing myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's it. That's all I would ever need to ever feel like, okay, I did something you know what I mean? Like, it's not like I want that to happen because I hope that, that nobody's thought process is on that level. But if that was to happen, that would be I would never need to make a dollar on this shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I see what you're saying. I'm yeah. on both ends of that. I think for uh, with that question being asked, I think for me it's like I like I take this art form pretty seriously, like in the sense of like uh, wanting to make a change and like get I want to get big enough to where it can reach a larger audience, you know, and kind of help people out on a, on a bigger scale. And then, you know, more viewers and stuff like that. You can bring people together. I don't know if y'all have ever... Uh, it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It's uh, Hit Record. I don't know if y'all have ever heard of it, right? So basically, he started this thing called Hit Record, and it's like a collaboration of different people like who do art. So like videos, music, and people come together and like create songs, like different pieces. Like anybody can go on there and collab. And like he'll basically... He has the audience release that and use the, what he can to release those and then whenever they make money he splits checks to all the artists and contributors so it, in a sense it's like the audience it's like helping one person you know is 
was a big deal. So it's like when you do have an audience, you're able to do more stuff like that. Like bring people together. Like let's say I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to derail you, but like on some basic game shit, that's probably the best idea you could have ever made. Like that's somebody's money. Like, like why would I ever create anything? When I I'll just fund people. everybody to create this shit for me and then just cut pay them off. Like Another, oh, no, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm saying, like, anybody with money, like, how did you not have this idea? That's <laughs> crowdsourcing, outsourcing, one of those two. But it's, yeah. like, in the, but the way I look at it is, like, down the road. Let's say we get a bunch of, like, views, right? And we believe in a lot of the people we have on here. We believe in a lot of the art, you know what I mean? We're all about craft and doing what you love. So let's say, like, Roland, right? We find someone who would fit perfectly, like, want to work with Roland. We now have an audience. We have someone, like, someone who does something, and we know a person now, Connections. We can bring those two together, and they create something beautiful. So, I mean, you have that. But I, if I were to put a monetary value, if I was making 60 grand a year doing this shit, I would be fucking so, – I don't give a fuck. Like, right. I'm, I can do anything I want. Like, even if I have a wife and she was making around the same mon- amount of money. As long as you're good. Then you're like, good. bro, you can take care. I'm not a person who needs a lot of shit. I just want to be That's able right. to – to really take care of it's everything like, I need. It, people like to talk to me, like especially like people in my life, they like talking about like, what about your future and shit like that. It's like people like to act like I got kids and fucking <laughs> dead and Let all this other shit. My, my future. Like quote, it's like, how quote. about I just take care of myself and fucking deal with those bridges when they come, my if you friend. You want to help? You can help. If not, yeah, that's where I'm at. That's exactly where I'm at. I'm like, you got all the opinions, <laughs> but nothing to offer. Like, <laughs> like that's where I stand. Bro. Thank you for your insight. I'll take it into consideration. Write it down. Put a note. Put it underneath the stove or some shit. It's like when your parents raise you and feed burn you and all that. You let them it. because they're basically like wiped hey, your ass and did all the shit. The house. I can't really say. Like it's shit, like okay, know? I get it. And it's like when someone's like, why are you doing that? I'm sorry. Were you? Did you have a better plan? Right, were you like, gonna help oh. me? Right. You that little Art. fucking paperclip from Microsoft Office or some shit from like, 2000 and, or some and shit. Then, <laughs> and then you also <laughs> get like, like, hey, <laughs> did you mean to do that? No, I didn't. Fuck you, man. And then, <laughs> and then you also get the. Uh, I'm just only telling you this because I'm looking out for you. Like, man, I mean, I really believe that. But I didn't ask. But <laughs> not only did I not ask, but you're basically telling me that you're looking out for me by not believing. So thank you, I think. Thank you. Right. It's, it's a super backhanded compliment. It's like, just, I'm only looking out for your future. It's like, thank you, man. I am, I, am I not? Am I, am I get not, like, just from, like, perce- perceptions, like, uh, Like, if you want to cut you, through the bullshit, it's like this. It's like. Look, I'm going to sit you down. I don't believe in anything you're doing. Like, I really think you're going to fail. So, with that being said, I really think you should do something else. Really That's, like, what it is. Whatever That's really it is what doing, it is. Do what I'm thinking. That Whatever it is, nah. But uh, back to that point, the question I asked, I feel like if I could buy floor seats, season floor seats to the Rockets, that's whenever I feel like I know that I've like made some kind of progress. That's okay. whenever I can like a staple like one man, of those I mean, like yeah. For me, I, I, like when it comes Even to monetary, like like I, like he said, like I don't need much. So when it comes to monetary, it's like monetary value. I'll know I made it whenever I could go to a restaurant and say order whatever you want, baby. Yeah, <laughs> whatever you want. Order I'll whatever you want, two, baby. One here, one to go. Please. Take two bottles of wine, <laughs> sir. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just like whenever you leisurely go out to eat whenever you want. It, whatever you want, I feel like that's whenever it's like, all right, this is just extra money. Man. It does, <laughs> it does feel nice buying right. bottles at restaurants. I will say that. I, I, yeah, yeah, it does. It it, every time you treat yourself, it definitely feels like yeah, I yeah. earned this. Shit, you know what I mean, and like, so that's what I'm saying. It's like if I was at that level, I'd be like, yeah, all right, yeah, I earned this. I'll definitely take a 22 ounce quarter ounce right now. Tomahawk steak, tomahawk steak right now. 
Why is this? That's that ridiculous. Shit. You see people eat gold? You yeah, I would never. Like, what? uh, fucking, yeah, what's his I mean, name? Why can't think of it right now? Uh, the Salt Bay guy. No, no, no. There's no. that one. Uh, I saw that video. Dude, <laughs> all of his fucking videos are fucking. I cannot. Titty Boy, who is it? Oh, Two Chains. Well, like, Two Chains. <laughs> why can't I think of it right now? What is the most expensivest or some shit? Bro, like you that? know what I'm talking yeah. Eating gold encrusted popcorn gold and shit. Popcorn. Excuse me? You know you still <laughs> shit that out, so your shit is going to be gold. Gold flakes yeah, gold in water? Like, like gold schlager in your shit or some shit. Yeah. Doesn't gold schlager, is it? Likes like cut like the inside of your throat and the alcohol seeps into your face. I would I wouldn't I, I have no idea I wouldn't that I mean sounds like I right, think that, that sounds way worse for you I'm pretty sure that that's what like is like cuts <laughs> oh. like small like hey but you gotta have your pinky up because it's gold so oh, amen before gold K gold like bro what are we doing eating this like yeah we made this popcorn with gold because we can. Fuck those dying kids Dude, there's, there's, poor. Oh, no, it's poor. been pa- way past that. 2 Chains has been on his Snapchat talking about y'all still breathing oxygen. <laughs> right? Like, what? Did you know that? Oh, he breathes that fresh air. He breathes that. He's not even that. a mask. Gets high off like, of air. They have He's not even high. He's just breathing better air than you are. That's where, that's, where, that's where we're at. Have y'all ever seen those oxygen bar things? It's yeah. like, it's just, they put a mask on you. Like, all right, breathe this, like, 85% oxygen. Like, okay, what? They also have, like, little canisters. with lavender or some shit. They like, little canisters with, like, it's almost like a stupid long inhaler. So it's just, like, <laughs> but, like, you getting the fresh, the freshest of the freshest oxygen on the planet, I guess. Bro, that, man, <laughs> fuck that. Rich people even, over here just saying, oh, you still breathing that shitty booty still breathing ass? that shitty booty <laughs> ass air. We're different. We're not I want to say this, okay, real quick. Before anyone forgets, because he deserves it, Dark Room, I don't know the exact link, but my man over here, Roland, just released some prints and yeah. stuff. Y'all should check out, support my man, because uh, he's... <laughs> go ahead. No, you talk no, no, about... Sorry. I just wanted to say it, because I got to put it out there. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Daniel and Josh, for having me on here. Of course, First off, y'all are super nice. Y'all have always been super cool. Uh, the Instagram is underscore fresco, F-R-E-S-C-O, underscore photography. And there's a link that has, uh, like, artistic prints to buy for, like, hanging on your wall and, like, shit like that. And then I'm also about to start opening my uh, my DMs for, like, photo shoots and shit like that. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, once you start following the Instagram, I'll, I'll be posting, like, daily, weekly. Shit y'all like got that, so. graduation season coming up if you're in high school or college. You y'all got, got cars to want to take pictures Nah, I don't of. think they do a prom this year, are they? Is that, like, a COVID thing? Honestly, I don't think so. I don't think so. I haven't heard nothing about it. If they do... Props to them, I guess. I don't know what they're doing. Just Masks on. I mean, I don't, I'm only saying that because it's like getting to that season. Yeah. yeah April. You know I mean, not even. Like, that's what it was for us. But remember, they do like one every week. That's all. Oh, you're right. You know like I mean? March, like, April, yeah. May. It's, it's like, like yeah. prom April. All the, the like, three months. Moody Gardens ought to be busy. So. Saying, like, all the schools in our area pretty much use Moody Gardens. So it's right. like, so it's like at that point. Woody Gardens got a book shit. How many times can they clean that place? Right? How many times do you want to clean that place? <laughs> <laughs> I used to work at Moody. I used to volunteer at Moody Gardens. How was oh. it? Uh, freshman and sophomore year, I worked uh, as like a... Uh, was that I like an honor society thing? Uh, yeah, some stupid <laughs> shit like that, to be honest, man. Were you the janitor? Just no. Like after hours? No. I, uh, the first year, I, I taught people about random shit about like penguins and otters. That was like a cart full of random shit, and I would go. And then the second year, I hand-fed a lot of the animals. I had... I got to feed like a sloth. <laughs> there was That's a sloth that came down bro, upside I'm, down. No I'm so jealous. I love uh, sloths. Dude, my favorite. Cool and everyone dude. hates on them like ugly. No disrespect. Sloths are cool as fuck, but, but imagine paying for a tour at Moody Gardens and having a 14 year old teach me. you about like, otters. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it felt like. I'm there. Everybody was like, oh, what is this? Like, yes, yeah, so I just learned this two weeks ago. 
This is an otter skull. Uh, they eat a lot of shit in the river, man. Uh, like I'm kind of mixing <laughs> this. It. I'm kind of mixing this information with the shit I'm learning in high school now. <laughs> that shit's kind of stressful. Y'all uh, ever watch uh, National Geographic? It's on there sometimes. I just man. I just uh, got into high school, so my education isn't great. Then are you I'm a high school, school dropout? He's like, you can oh. call it that. <laughs> I'm having graduated at least. <laughs> public school. Side note: penguins penguins smell really bad. They shit everywhere, man. Penguins are like. Really stinky, penguin shitty booty ass penguin. Shitty booty ass penguin. Mr. Popper's house was really fucking popping like then. Shit, yeah, he really, <laughs> really pop, popping for real though. Oh, uh, so on the side note, you know what's crazy? You remember we used to get out of school like early May, right? Uh-huh. These yeah. motherfuckers getting out like June. So they probably go in later though. I was thinking about that. They probably oh, don't go in the same day. They like, they don't go in at like six something. No, I mean like later. Like we would go in like late August. Oh, they probably yeah. go they in like, like, like early why are September, they changed, late like, September. I don't know, man. I I was telling my mom that they was gonna do that shit though. Like whenever we was, they kept pushing it back. When we was seniors, the graduation day was already like two weeks past when it was when we were freshmen. I was like, shit. I mean, like I could see it. Like it's just gonna keep going into that. I think it's more so because personally, like, a parent doesn't have a summer. You know what I mean? So a summer to a kid necessarily is in these like middle of the year months, whenever it's kind of like nice outside and shit. So I feel like they're really trying to do in school into a little bit of summer, so you get like the parents really like I get my time, yeah. right? <laughs> they get right. Their own. Tax-free babysitter. Right. And also, and also, I feel like they can, like, it sets people up to plan vacations. Like, most vacations get planned in, like, September area. Yeah, that is true. So, like, uh, I feel like it's more so for the parents' sake. I mean, you got to think, we were go- we started school in August, and then we'd have a week, and then it was, like, Labor Day. And then we got like it's like, bro, just start after. Yeah, man. just start after, after that shit. Like, why even waste my time with that? Like, start, why are we, we starting we, to get off? Like, just like I, ain't, I ain't even gonna get back. homework until after that. So why are we even here? Push that shit back. <laughs> what do y'all, what do y'all think about how Japan runs their schools? Was it like, like year long? Like, right? it's almost. I think it's almost year long. And then the kids are also sometimes the janitors. Like they, they tend to <laughs> clean. Yeah, they clean up. Hey, that's kind of hard. They clean up after their classes. They, they, uh, after class, like after all school is done. They all line up and they all have different jobs and that rotate. They all kind of like pick up trash and wipe down things and mop floors. And it it, it teaches it's, them to respect like the workers that do that job along with like teaching them like responsibility. But if I like was that, that kid, I would be fucking pissed. It's shit so. like that, bro. It's shit like that. that that's <laughs> but what I'm you saying. learn the respect. You do no, no, no. learn. That's, See, that's what I'm saying. Though. It's, shit, it's shit like that that makes me really like understand like how much shit we take for granted. Like yeah, in America, dude. we like, what? After ourselves, yeah. just Why hire somebody to do it. Come that on, poor motherfucker can do that shit. Not me. I'm gonna fucking no. I'm but that's exactly how the school yeah, inti- superintendents do. looking at it. It's like, why would I have these kids clean up after themselves? Just hire somebody. It's only a fucking be, couple thousand dollars. Parents are gonna be so mad at me if I did that. Like, what? Why? Why the kids themselves? I be thinking about shit like that shit. a lot. Like, how much do we really take for granted? Like, like this is what I'm saying. Is like, isn't that how it's supposed to be? Just clean up after yourself. Yeah. No matter where you're at. No matter where. You at school? Why? Why is it acceptable for you to leave a mess here? Throw shit on the ground. That's how it's supposed to be. You, you clean up after yourself. Everybody, hey, that's yours. I seen you clean. I ain't clean up after you. It would be better because then kids I mean, wouldn't just drop shit. Oh, you gotta clean it up. Or like, like it's your job to clean it up. Like yeah, I mean I guess, but you don't have to fuck me you don't over have to be by an making asshole. more work. You know what right. I mean? Like and so suck. that's that's what I'm saying though. Food like, fights and shit. <laughs> it's also <laughs> man. my job. It's also oh, some no other shit you. like what what they got going in like Switzerland and shit. Like everybody has to join the. That's that's crazy too. It's crazy, but is it? Isn't it kind of like 
how it should be kind of trains everybody is. like to like an extent of like what military life is and they're not in we war, all have really a, what if you what if right you, no but we all have like a deep appreciation for what our military and what war can be type shit and i feel like that goes back to us not really knowing what that shit is it's kind of like we know that america has won most of the goddamn wars that for money been in fucking for money, money and involved in for money but what, what i'm saying is like we've been trained to think like oh we got the best military in the world right it's like none of us really know what that shit is no unless you've been entrained to like engulfed in that shit you know what i mean unless you are on the like boots and fucking boots on places the like, boots on the ground side or if you're on the business side of it like in the fucking offices of washington like run shit like telling people what to do like either way all of us civilians know none of that shit. We don't know what's going on and then question why shit's being held from us. But yeah. we really just have no respect for it. There's a lot of there's a lot of shit that probably goes on that I have no idea that goes on and like props to them. They probably go through a lot of shit. But everybody has their own opinions about different things and like right. war is a specific thing where it's like I feel like we America shouldn't have their hands as far reaching as they have their hands right Everything, now. Everything hand Literally, in every pot. In like, every single pot. And then it just and we're all uh, to be honest. The Roman Empire didn't last super long, and I think that might mm. be like the longest, other than like London and England, because that shit's fucking ridiculous as well. But I feel I think I don't know if this is right or not, but I I think it's like two hundred or three hundred years is the max peak for like a, a huge empire that can't yeah that can't sustain itself, and then after that it starts to decline. And I f- I don't know if it's true or not. It's me just speculating, but it is. I feel it feels like we're on the decline. Definitely feels you know? like we're gonna watch. Maybe we're going to split up into a lot of different kinds of society of or countries. United States of America. Yeah. What I'm saying is, is that, like, when you look into, like, kind of, like, the depth of the world, it's like, we don't even protect our own and everybody else sees a threat. So, what the fuck are we really going to do? <laughs> like, <laughs> if somebody that's our ally says, you know what, I can't partake in that. That's why you got to buy guns now. No, no. Amendment, man. For sure, that definitely right to bear arms. What I'm saying though is but, that like we think of ourselves as this like superpower of the world, but like what do we really run if nobody else is behind our back? Like if we don't if we don't got our allies talking about like Yo, I got BD, we just gonna start nuking people. It's just, it's just <laughs> like, you being know what the mean? biggest bully sometimes. Is we just gonna mean? start nuking people till they fucking fall in line? Is that what we we're gonna be on? Because I mean like now we live in a world where that's on both sides. Yeah, everybody has it. And everybody has it. It's not even like you don't have to hate us. Everybody has a reason for us to fall. For us to fall. It's not even that they don't have to like us. They they could just their reason for us to fall is that they gain. That's it. That's as simple as it has to be for us to fall. Also, let Puerto Rico be its own country. (laughs) (laughs) Just a side note: let Puerto Rico be its own thing, along with like Haiti, you know, sure, and a whole bunch of other shit. You know, if you live in Puerto Rico, you don't gotta pay taxes, but you also can't vote. You also can't vote. And yet, the government is in control of Puerto Rico. It's ridiculous. I always say this. We're not that far off from being China. Like, let's be taking over Hong Kong. They didn't need to do that. Hong Kong was fine. They were fine by themselves. They were loving their life. They had freedoms, like, like more than they had. I'm not saying they had, like, restrictions of everything now, but they definitely were probably better off where they were at. Now China's like, you belong to us now for what? And they and like the thing with like Taiwan, they're not recognizing them as like a country or whatever. Like, who gave you this power? You can't you can't just say that we're not on the map. There's a lot, motherfucker. Yeah, right. Like, where is it that you can draw jurisdictions like that shit? I don't I don't know where the law is for that, but I don't agree with that. Like Central America is us, but it's not. It's like 
You are us, but not really. It's like Hawaii. It's like Hawaii. Like you are America, but like not. But also, for st- sake. stay over there, please. For money. Like, don't you know, don't touch me, but also you're mine. So thank you for that. Like, we're for tourism. Like we don't really care about anyone who lives here, other than to make everyone else money. So I guess your job <laughs> as a country or state. Yeah. I'd be wondering if, like, that's because of per- Pearl Harbor or if that was, like, why Pearl Harbor happened. Or, like, so, like, think about it this way. is like, there's already, at that time, like, New York's already New York. Like, LA's already LA. You know what I mean? Like, you already got your big three. So, like, wouldn't the only reason to attack Hawaii be if it was claimed like that? Maybe. I mean, it is an Asian territory. Like, it's more like Asians than anything. But, like, what I'm saying, what I'm trying to say, I guess, is, like, do you think there's like a notion in America that's like, hey, we can't talk about Hawaii that much anymore? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like I feel like that's what they think about like New York now. Like we got we gotta kind of like regulate a lot of shit going into New York after the 9/11 and stuff think, like that. Thinking thinking mili- militaristically and strategically, you gotta cover the ports, the yeah. coast. And then anything that exports and imports. And for it to be an island, that's and for it to be an island <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. So you can have a really large military base on it to protect it, or n- like a really minimal military presence at all to minimize the cost or so the it's like threat. Houston has a lot of export import, along with uh, a BSL level four, which holds all the world's deadliest diseases in Galveston, yes. by the way, along with a shit ton of e-commerce. So it's like there's there's got to be some kind of military shit all the way around. I whenever I was growing up, I actually remember in San Leon above San Leon that whole area. Mm-hmm. I've always seen like attack helicopters, Apaches just kind of making flybys for no reason. Just that's what it was yeah. when I was younger. Yeah. I would always see like circling. Exactly. That makes sense now. So that makes sense. There's there's got to be some kind of big military. We're the fourth largest city. I'm pretty sure, or fifth, or some shit like that. In the, in the yeah, who United cares? States. We're top five. No, we're top five. They pay attention. No, we're more like pushing three, yeah. I think. We're top oh, five, not, not five. They fucking paying this engine. We have to have like a big military presence, but it's not it's not prominent. Like we don't, I don't necessarily know where Ellington Field. I have no idea where all this shit's being kept, but it's it's here it's somewhere. <laughs> I'm, I guarantee they have anti-aircraft. They have they have anti-missiles. They have a lot of shit. We have NASA and all that shit. So if that anything, is true. We got a lot of shit yeah. over here. You don't even think about it. A little shit. Of, a lot of shit you don't think about. That's like my point, though. Is like we really just don't respect like kind of like the military side of things because we don't really have the knowledge of it. Everything that also, isn't everything that isn't taught as far as this war was won here or this war was won there is hidden from us. Do you think we would go crazy if we knew it? Maybe that's why. They don't tell us, but also, why aren't they telling us? I feel like we should learn. Where I don't I'm know at, what it is that I don't know. But where I'm at is I think it. it. I think it's easy. Probably, I think it's not. easier for them to think that we would go crazy. But the idea for me is, is that people get murdered every day on Twitter, and we gotta watch that shit and then forget about it in like thirty seconds. I think video. I saw somebody die from a tire or some shit on Twitter. Bro, I seen that. Yeah. That shit was horrible. I saw from, someone. Was, so yeah, look, I saw that. I saw someone get shot. Like, but it's so like, look, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is like. To think that, like, this shit would make us go crazy is to think that, like, we're not already desensitized to all of the bad shit that's going on in the world. Like, bro, you had fucking ISIS cutting people's heads off on online. Like, you tell me that we can't know about the realities of what you're doing. At that point, it's like, all right, so what y'all hiding this shit because y'all are fucking doing some weird, fucking destructive ass shit, huh? That's why you're hiding it because if you let go of this information, you got to go let go of this information. 
and you don't want to let go of that information. <laughs> yeah, that's that's an incriminating on your part. And there's shit. there's a lot of like I don't want to say propaganda, but there's a lot of like instilled patriotism that's Bro. like circulated that makes us think that we're patriotic and that makes us want to enlist, but it's actually just kind of manipulating younger minds into thinking that the best option is to go into the military in which the military just instead uses them to their own benefit while only giving them crumbs for the younger generation as well as like still suppressing them and still not giving them anything that they need or want and it makes it super difficult they make it super difficult for the younger generation and anybody else that enlists to get any kind of benefits that they actually need or are entitled to so like Saying the national anthem in front of uh, before all sports events is a government mandated thing because it instills patriotism, which also in turn takes people and makes them want to enlist, which in turn gives more uh, inventory, human inventory, I guess you would say, into the military to Complex. for people. Yeah. yeah. Once again, like, why are we saying the pledge at seven in the morning? <laughs> Like I don't know, man. Like what the fuck is that? Like that's what I'm trying to say. That kind of like goes back into what I'm saying, though. Is we're required to. It wasn't a way out. Like saying I don't want to go to college and I don't know what I want to do with the rest of my life. Let me just like make it like that. For sure, and so that's what I'm saying. Is like kids nowadays are saying, let me join the military so I can set myself up. I can get college for free. I can do this. I can do that. Never. It's like that shouldn't be the case. You shouldn't have to be joining the military. Education. You shouldn't have, have to, to be joining PTSD the military because you don't know what you want to do with your life yet at 17. You know what I mean? Like, are we serious? Like, is this the like? But if what I'm saying is, is if every 18 year old was sent to the military for two years, come back when you're 20. 18th birthday, bye. 20, hello. I'm not saying it'd be great. What I'm saying is, is everybody on every person that is in that country wouldn't have to be instilled patriotism. Exactly. They would have earned it for themselves. They would know what it takes. They would know what it means whenever you're talking about a world war. They would know what it means when you're talking about a drone strike. You know what I mean? Not, oh, shit, another one of those? Okay. It'd be, oh, my God. And then you'll, you'll fucking sympathy for all the younger generation that has to go through that. Because for us, we're so, it, it really is a desensitization of our ability to know what, our country is doing. They want us to be patriotic, but they don't want us to know what that means. Whenever you say, I pledge of allegiance to America, you're really saying, I pledge of allegiance to the killing of innocent people because there was one target at a wedding where 57 people were at. Kill them all, right? Or is there a better way to go about this? You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. I'm not the one calling the shots, and I'm definitely not the one performing them. But at the end of the day, for me to not have any knowledge that the shots are being called to begin with is super shady. Yeah, I I agree, though. Just separation from anything, whether it's military or, like, the fucking janitor at at the school. Just, (laughs) like, he's like, yeah, we were talking about it, right? But, like, just, like, the separation between, like, what's going on and just, like, being away. Because, you know, it's, like, it's, it's always that. It's not happening to me whatever right and then it's like it, it makes me think of weird city honestly you know what i mean it's like i don't know if you've seen it it's on youtube uh executive producer jordan peele really weird show honestly like the other guy what in the credits in the credits it says executively produced by and i'm i'm an asshole too forgot his name but it says it says this guy's name and then it says jordan peele under it and we were like you think they put his name under so, so the other guy can get credit? Because if they put Jordan Peele, like, hey, 
Fuck the other fuck guy. The other guy. <laughs> I mean, to it's be still a, on that. Still <laughs> though, yeah, no. Sorry, Mister Guy. We like your show. I forgot. I mean, we like your show though. Maybe if anything, it's probably all his idea, and Jordan Peele probably tagged along, helped out writing it, and then was like, his name alone helped boost it. But I mean, anyways, the whole. I was saying, you can't put his name first. The whole show is like America, right? But it's like you have above the line and below the line, so it's like poverty and then like all the people who are living good and you it's like a whole actual line like you have to like get patted down and everything to cross over between like jurisdictions oh it's an actual it's, line it's literally a, it's a berlin wall oh okay okay it's a berlin wall which was set up during or after world war Two, or was it before it was before because after world war Two is when they tore it down I'm not a history. It w- no, it was set up. It was set up afterwards because Russia controlled half of it, That's and correct. then the United States and the, all the so other. So essentially, the other half. they split Germany in two sections almost. One was a bigger, mm-hmm. but uh, one was controlled by Russia, and the other one was controlled by the U.S. Basically, trying to rebuild what they destroyed yeah. during the war. They had two political parties in the same city running it differently. One was communist, and one so was it's not. like that. Other, but the difference would be is that all of these people on either side of the the same like countrymen i guess and also like controlled by some people mm-hmm. but yeah but they're all like different like views like they live completely different Correct. like That's everything's right. on like another what, level what was this called again it's called weird, weird city weird city essentially what it is is like weird, imagine yeah. manhattan but like where the river is where the uh, one of the bridges are is like on one side is the nicer part, and the other side is the below the line part. But like the below the line is just like regular America. Yeah, yeah it's like regular New York and type they cross shit. Cross over like the people in it just cross over freely. They can cross over for a like visitation, but the people from below the line can't stay the night above oh. the line. The other people, I think, can stay the night if they choose to below the line, but they're 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 above That's the line. Crazy. So it's yeah. a weird. It's definitely a strange like it's concept, but it's very well put together. Yeah, and the, like I'm telling you, it's so like you're like, what the hell is going on? But then you're like, uh, next episode, <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna keep watching. Jordan Peele is is a really good director and writer. Like Jordan, yeah, his mind a, is crazy. He's really good, man. Sure. I remember watching. I I think Key from Key and Peele. He used to uh, host uh, America's like funny animal videos on Animal Planet. I actually, really? Yeah, I remember watching him do do that shit, and then to see him do that shit was. Like kind of grow up, I guess it was kind of weird. I did not know that. Yeah, it was, it was really like funny. both of them become like voice actors and shows now. Yeah, too. That's, that's also pretty dope. Pretty cool. Nah, voice acting is that underappreciated. Can you all, can y'all do any impressions? Fuck no, dude. I have such a monotone Crikey. voice. Cry. <laughs> I have such a monotone voice that it's <laughs> difficult for people to even pay attention to me whenever I talk. But as far as like <laughs> changing up my voice, it's fucking. Yeah. Fuck no. That's about right, isn't it? No, nah, no, I can't. I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, yeah. I can. I can you go right now? Tea. Right. <coughs> I'm ready. Uh, oh, jeez, jeez, Rick. I don't know. I don't know if we should really <laughs> be doing this right now, man. I mean, <laughs> that's good. I like it. I'll take it. That that's about. A, that's about all I got. That's that was a got. pretty good one. If uh, if I do, give me so. another burp and or not burp. <laughs> I was gonna say, give <laughs> me another beer. I'll give you a burp and I'll be Rick. <laughs> I could play off that. I also wanted to say, though, uh, with, like, when you know how we're talking about, like, separation of, like, from what you, I'm going to say. Church and state. state. <laughs> 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 what the hell? Like, y'all ready? Like, if we set uh, up for that? Yeah, because that needs to, that needs to happen. That's true. Yeah, oh, church and state. Needs that, to I mean, I agree. It definitely <laughs> needs, but, like, that wasn't what Are I was going with. It. <laughs> well. That was that. I think it is now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> separation of church and state, everybody. All you listeners out there. All ten of you. Look, but anyways, 
what I was saying was the separation of like what you do and like like people not understanding what it is. We're talking about when it comes to art and paying for the art. I think that's another thing. You're not creating the art, so it's like hard to like say I would pay for it or put a price on it. Also, not what you're we talking about. I know, yeah, but like kind of plays yeah, in. Okay. It doesn't because uh, we're talking about a collaboration, and where I'm at is that like. Whenever Future called up Drake and was like, yo, you want to make What a Time to Be Alive, I don't think I I mean, if they each gave each other 150 bands. Then it would cancel out, right? So therefore, what's the fucking point? Let's just hop in there and try to fucking collaborate, right? That's what I'm saying. It's like, if I'm paying you for your art, you paying me for my art, why are we paying each other? Who do you think paid more? Or did they equally get the same amount? Or did somebody get paid more? Are, are you talking about like on the on afterwards? specific thing. Um... That's a good question. I would say, I think, I, I want to say I remember hearing a story that Drake was the one who called Future. So I think it, if it, it was anybody paying anybody, it would But I don't think they paid anything. But that's what I'm saying, though. Yeah, I feel like if it, it is a collaboration, like why is anyone getting Because they knew they were both going to make money, money off, of off of it. right? Because so they were both like, Future and I would Drake say at that time, come on. I would say the, the, the only thing, if it wasn't, actually it was not recorded in their house, I believe. A remote location. A boat. Damn. That's That'd be kind of tight. Luxurious. I don't think so. A recording but studio in a boat and you recorded on the ocean. I bet they had a pool table on that bitch. That crazy. The boat? On the boat. That'd Essentially, the only thing that either one of them would be paying for in that moment would be studio time. True. If, they, if it wasn't at that. That's true. But oh, so, therefore, what I'm trying to get to back to is like what you said is like what we talked about. Yeah. Somebody can definitely put the price on their art because they made it. What it means their time did all these other things but if that person's collaborating with somebody it's kind of like in my opinion at least counterproductive to charge somebody actually now if it's a feature on a song if it's a you need me for this then maybe i can i can tell but if it's just like hey i appreciate what you're doing you appreciate what i'm doing let's collaborate that makes no sense that's more of a like ego thing in my opinion like you got to pay me to be if you're here, I thought this was what you wanted to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if this is what you wanted to do, then that there shouldn't be like a payment plan. Usually, you get paid for shit you don't want to do. Let's <laughs> 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 just, just be honest with ourselves. Yeah, but I don't know. Uh, I can, I can see, point. yeah, I can see where the collaboration does help. Definitely having two two platforms to, to, I guess, showcase whatever it is you're working on helps expand the viewership and whoever it is is looking or listening. Uh, but I guess also on the artistic side, it's like they, I guess, spent all that time up until that point learning whatever it is they're doing. So they're not necessarily paying for the materials, but they're paying for the mental, the mental materials, capacity. the mental capacity to get and Your skill level. What they, yeah, the skill, skill level, which is, which is how trade, trade schools, I guess. I was going to say, that makes sense if you're hiring a plumber. Yeah. But if you're talking to a friend that appreciates something that you're doing, yeah. maybe for like, a stranger, but I feel like. Right. Yeah, That's what I was going right, to say. But, like, but for sure, have a business model. But if we're friends and like, this is like a collaboration discount. thing, it's not even a discount. It's like, why are we charging each other? Yeah. Because it's like, at the same time, I could say the same thing. Like, okay, like so I put this amount of time into this. I did the bought these materials. I did all this. I had to get the mental capacity to perform at this level, right? And you want me to pay you, but you want me to pay you for what you did in that same mindset. But I'm not getting payment or even asking for. No, that's what exposure. 
Like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, you don't get paid for exposure, but you do get paid from exposure. It's not like it doesn't make sense, but it does. It's like. But what if you don't get paid from exposure? What if it negatively that happens, happens too. Think about people that buy commercials for their business and they never get they never get a phone call. You know, yeah, what I mean? that happens too. Fuck commercials, man. I hate commercials. Dude. For sure, but I'm saying like, think about how much it costs to get into ad yeah. space, and it could not work. But you gotta take you gotta take that risk. Risks. And Jemima's. I knew it. That's that's the only good one. This man is on today. Holy shit. The butter and Jemima's butter bread. Butter's Oh, good. Oh, the butter. He's like the butter version of Aunt Jemima butter. So it's like you're getting that buttery fucking flavor in the syrup. So I walk in, I'm like, Josh, I got your syrup. This is like the best syrup. He's like, bro, are we in a commercial break? Like, are you like. I was like, Aunt Jemima's. I was like, Aunt Jemima's. He was like, yeah, bro, this shit's good. It's the butter one. I was like, it was like an ad. He was like, kind of does now that you said that. Now I can't not think about it. Yeah, but and then I kept talking. I was like, fuck, the more I think about it now, I feel like it's still a commercial. And then it's like, I said the name again. I'm like, fuck. I ate my fucking syrup. Who's filming me? Bitch. And then, like, I walk out of the room. That'd be a commercial, though. Tell me you wouldn't watch that as a fucking, like, someone walking in, like, hey, bro. I just got this fucking syrup for my pancakes, Aunt Jemima fucking butter syrup. And then, like, the whole commercial is just like, bro, are we in a fucking commercial? And then it cuts, Aunt Jemima, buy $5.99 now. No, Kroger, the, but, like, I feel like that that would be still a regular commercial. You have to extend it to extend where they're still talking about the syrup. it's kind of uncomfortable. Yeah, and then they're like, fuck, is this really a commercial? And then you make you feel, you feel weird watching it. You're like, fuck, is these people trapped in a fucking commercial? <laughs> and then when they walk out of the room, then it's Aunt Jemima. <laughs> like, fuck, am I, uh, where are the cameras at? <laughs> Aunt Jemima's so good, you lose touch with reality. <laughs> <laughs> you break the fourth wall. Uh, you would love that, but you'd probably be like, damn, that's actually. I would still hate it. Some, dude. Fuck corporations. Man, that, okay, but, uh, I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> waffles or pancakes, though? Waffles, waffles, waffle house, waffle house, best, best, waffle house, best, is worst, fucking good, breakfast man. place of all time. Sure, they got pancake random guy. shit. You like pancakes, but pancake. Guy. I like those little syrupy squares. Don't get me wrong. The the Don't get me wrong. Waffle house is all star special. Is in is not a miss. You cannot miss. Everything on the menu, but much is I'm like, not gonna lie. Every time I go there and get the all star special, the last thing I eat is the waffle. I just like waffles, even I Eggos. Even I the feel like their waffles, waffles always consistent. You know what I mean? That me, waffles always like smooth. If we talking about a waffles like, or pancake guy, I'm going IHOP, and I'm using all their different syrups man, dude, before. They, they do. They have that blueberry syrup. Bro, the strawberry the one's the butter pecan one's fire. I hate too. their pancakes though. I just don't like pancakes, bro. I just don't like. I hate their pancakes. pancakes. I love the syrups and French toast. The French toast. French toast is, su- is superior. I don't know. Fuck no. Have y'all seen those little? You need an egg to make it. <laughs> you need an egg to make the other shit too. Don't give a fuck. What the fuck I, are you? I do we? not give a fuck about the egg. No, yeah. <laughs> 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 like, uh, nah, but look, <laughs> fucking Eggo waffles are fire. Waffle House though is the only place. The Eggo waffles are Eggo waffles are pretty. They're not bad. I mean, they honestly have pro- for for the price point. Y'all losing me. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying, like, we, right, we, really, in a, we, we really in a conversation about frozen food right now. I just want to say the Waffle House is the only place you can go get the worst service and leave satisfied. I don't know. I don't know. I walked in. Okay, now I'm not going to lie. Last time I was kind of upset. 
because I walked in, right? And then, like, I walked in late to my friend, so they, like, five minutes, so they ordered their food. She comes by, she's like, what do you want? I ordered five minutes after them. They got their food. Fifteen minutes go by. I'm like, okay, my food should not be taking this long. And then she comes back, like, ten minutes later. It's been 25 minutes. She's like, hey, I'm sorry I just put in your food. Uh, uh, I was like, yo, I'll it's been. I'll back there and make it myself. Hey, could, like, point. I see your manager? I know your manager. Uh, <laughs> do they even have man- a <laughs> what? Uh, actually. Dude, have you ever seen a manager? It's, it's like, she's taking a smoke break. She's been like, back there for a couple actually, hours. Actually, <laughs> sir, uh, you could see her tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> I'd have to call her. She's actually out of state. Do they have managers? <laughs> Please don't. Have you they ever seen a manager themselves. at Waffle A store manager. That, I'd say that's probably That's it. breakfast hibachi that they don't really care. They have so. more like supervisors <laughs> than managers. And the supervisors are just parking. Supervising the grill. <laughs> the fucking cash register. That works. That looks good. Keep going. <laughs> like, like what? <laughs> like who missed? Nah, I just I'm not need to lie, know. Though, Waffle House is probably not top tier service. Yeah, but it's okay. not the worst. I would agree. I would agree. Not, not the worst service. Y'all Buffalo Wild Wings is that. absolutely insane. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about no, bro. refills. Good I'm or talk- bad? Bad. 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 Bro, I'm talking about. I there agree, was this man. one time I've you talked. You talking about? You talking about? Lady forgot to put your order in. I'm talking about one time we went in there, sat in the middle of the restaurant. I'm talking about we got sat, sat there for 25 minutes before homie came up. Your husband helped yet? No. <laughs> no. Motherfucking, you walked past me like 17 times. Oh, no, you tell me, what is it <laughs> if we like? was showing, if, if we was even in your section, motherfucker, why you ain't come over here? But if we not, why'd you come over here right now? I want to like, know. It's like being a waiter. I feel like I know when people are not even doing bare minimum. Like, I know when they're just fucking off at their job. And that, for some reason, that just makes me a little bit upset when it's like, it's not hard to be a server. You know what I mean? Like, you doing bare minimum is pretty much good service, you know? But whenever they go That's underneath exactly. bare minimum, it's kind of like, dude, you're going out of your way to be a douchebag. Like, because like people will tell you're you that you're, whenever <laughs> you're whenever you're doing a little bit too much, people tell you being like, overbearing yeah. and shit like that. And it's like nobody wants that. But also, nobody wants to wait for a no. wants to even ask for a refill. Like you see, it's empty. I'm, I'm paying four dollars for this goddamn soda. Can I get a goddamn <laughs> refill? Okay, there are the people though that like it's like it barely just got halfway. Can I get a, like uh, excuse me? Yeah, I need another drink. Like, like it, look, I saw you. It you literally just drank it to halfway. Two hands. One of these is doing something else, man. Like you're gonna have to wait. You fucking shut up, dude. Shut up, Liam. People are people are. Rude. I don't. I being a waiter, being a waiter slash bartender is one of my least favorite jobs. But it, it gets the bills paid. But it is it's not fun. I kind of, bro, honestly, I'll say that being a bartender, I would never. I just personally, like, especially in a I restaurant. Know. I think you're uh, tripping. I think bartender. I, I get to say I get to say more things to guests as a bartender than I do as a waiter. I don't know. Also, as a server, like, I, I say like whatever I want now. I feel like if you work in just a bar. Like, like out, or like downtown. Or like that would be cool. Downtown, you can treat people like ass. That's where I'm at is, is like, I don't, know if, bar, I don't know if I'm really in for like this. Stressful, like six hundred and fifty dollars a night bars. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, you're talking about like a scout bar place or like a fucking like a local or something like that. Like do this shit all day. I can not give a fuck about y'all. Listen to music. Get paid more than everybody else in the building, and have fun. Potentially drink too. Potent, yeah, potentially drink two is a really big asterisk. Also, so, <laughs> <laughs> so like, the potential <laughs> word is for the 
potential boss in the future, but it's for sure happening. Like I'll, I'll say this. Being a restaurant bartender in most places, like having to work with other people, like I personally just like the collaboration. It's like depending on who it is too, like how you work. Because some people just get stressed or like lose yes. their thought or like it is like you could be keeping your cool all you want and be doing your shit. They're going to fuck you up. Like, I feel like somebody gets I feel like it's good to start out with, but like the little like what are they called? The little things metal ones um bullets the thing that you put oh, the alcohol, alcohol into oh jigger 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 so like those things what i'm saying is like i feel like like a restaurant bar it's like you always have somebody over your neck making sure you're using like the right amount doing they this do and check that. they do getting, check inventory every sunday getting like making sure you're doing this but like what i'm saying like with the even a small town bar it's not like i'm saying just give out free alcohol but it's so much less stress i feel like for you to just be like all right what you want there's a lot of there's a lot of lacks. Uh, I would I will say like uh, I'm sure like super super busy bars like Bliss and all that shit in downtown. They probably like hand shit out. They're making fuck tons of money, fuck tons of drinks like per hour per minute. So it's like spillage is like negligible because they're gonna right. spill a fuck ton of shit. Uh, I think one time I went up there and some bartender gave me like a whole bunch of drinks for free just because they made a fuck ton of drinks all at one time. But yeah, but okay. whenever I work at uh at where I work and I bartend, um, if I like the guests and if they're cool enough. Sometimes I'll let it, let it slide like that, but like, for the most part, there's like a little, yeah, barely, barely, because they 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 pay attention to a lot of shit. That's what I'm saying. Is like whenever you when you got somebody down your resume, but owning a bar might be fun. Owning a bar might be fun. <laughs> Do you? This was a pretty good one. Yeah, I like serving in the simple fact of just talking to guests and like, cause you're there to make their experience good. I love food. I love talking. I love it, but I w- it's, it's not something I would want to do. There's just a lot of background for sure, I guess. For the rest, yeah, for the rest of my life, would I want to have to But I would say it's not the worst job, especially like if like wanting to open a restaurant later, get experience and stuff like that, and kind of know how to do it. I think it's a good job. Any customer service job or any service industry Customer service, yeah. Customer service specific. It's definitely going to be a hindrance on your mental health, but it's about... It's, it, it's, 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 it's more about, like, whenever you walk in a building, it's kind of like about who you are type shit. It's like, you could walk in a building and let somebody make you cry every day. They ain't going to get the bills paid. You got you to walk in there stoic. You got to walk in there like, I run this shit. <laughs> I restaurant. Dude, you, you, you can't tell me shit. shit. Bitch, I know what you want. <laughs> I don't know, man. Sometimes I, f- sometimes I forget that mentality. I'm just like, man, I just really don't want to fucking talk to anybody today. And, and sometimes it feels like it feels like work in itself to just even fake a, uh, a personality to talk Bruh. to tables. And I'm just like, here we go. Here, here, fucking come on, dude. Well, what do you want? What do you want? And then, like, and it makes me feel bad sometimes whenever the guest is actually super nice. And they're, like, they're they're super into the whole, like, oh, yeah, tell me about this and that. Like, all right, fucking fine, dude. I'll fucking, yeah, local. Yeah, we make it here ourselves. Yeah, cool, cool. We're check, check, check. And then it makes me feel like an ass sometimes. Yeah, it's I'm like, just like one, I hate this shit. It's and one of those, like, you're genuinely interested, <laughs> but your genuine interest pissed me yeah, the fuck like, off. Yeah, like, dude, why do you even have to come here? <laughs> like, why do you like, got to not come here type <laughs> shit? Like, 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 you should know this shit. Like, <laughs> like, I, like, I work it's here. I know this shit. Menu, you're, you're you're here right now. You should know this shit. Like, why are we asking questions? How do you not know what you want? It's an immediate shit. It's like, 
Oh, you don't know what you want? Why am I here right now? Well, then figure Fuck. it out. I'll do that. At the same time, I feel like it's just me being in the industry too long. It's kind of like burning me out. You know what I mean? To where that's it's like... That's kind of what I was saying earlier is that like uh, when you do anything for too long, it's just like, fuck, I don't want to do shit Even if you enjoy it. Even if you like enjoy fucking morning walks on like in the park type shit. It's going to be that one morning where a bird shits on your chest. And you're not going to know what to, how to feel about it. I've had a bird poop on my head. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I like, a hair, like a hair poop? Or it might have been my shoulder. I think it was my shoulder. It wasn't my hair because I don't remember getting my hair. But it was on my shoulder and I felt it. And I like, I, it was like, a, like, you know, you feel it. I look, I was like. That's unfortunate, man. Like, yep, today is not my day. Starting off, I was like, maybe it's good luck. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. Uh, but not. Uh, it was definitely less uh, enjoyable than I thought. Could, could, I, take a, could I take a potty break? Uh, I was uh, honestly about to close up shop. Uh, definitely shout out your Instagram and Twitter yeah, again. One more time. I do want to say this. His stuff is really good, actually. And uh, yeah, give the website and the link and stuff like that. And I'll probably put it in the description as well because. Look the link up. Shit. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably put it in the description too. Like, I honestly, uh, I think his work is really good. His lighting's nice. He's doing prints and stuff like that. Please DM the boy. DM me. Please, please. Uh, awesome dude. Honestly, fun guy to work yeah. with. So For the most don't part. be an asshole if you do hit him up. Yeah, yeah come uh, correct. I mean, I can't I can't work around being an asshole, but I won't like you, but I'll still work around it, man. You know, money's money. At least he's honest. And uh, he's honest. There uh, you go. <laughs> and he's on, honest man. <laughs> uh, if you're looking for, like, art prints, uh, the website is frescophoto.darkroom.tech. But the link is in my Instagram bio, which is underscore fresco, F-R-E-S-C-O underscore photography. Where did fresco come from? Uh, I just want to know. So fresco actually is a an art form in which that they paint uh, on freshly laid plaster. So like in the Sistine Chapel and a lot of the old churches, all the stuff that's on the walls, they had to do it very quickly uh, because plaster sets within like 24 hours or something like that. So whatever artist was there... They had to be there constantly because it, it, it's quick, mm-hmm. which is, you know, kind of a plays into like phot- photography because it's mm-hmm. like photography is quick and it's also an it's art form. Yeah, exactly. And then in Spanish, fresco means fresh and crisp and clean. So it's like a double play on words. I like that. Yeah. But double entendre. Yeah, but frescoes are, uh, are my favorite kind of uh, art. So I really like frescoes. And I thought double that was entendre cool. for the people. Yeah. Do that for me. I, I failed. Uh, Eric Andre, A-E-R-A. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, uh, so you got the Instagram. We said the link. Is there something else that you uh, want to talk about real quick? You get off the um, chest. I'm, I'm in the works. This is going to be a, a pretty long project, but I'm in the works of shooting and recreating uh, the entire tarot deck. Uh, I have like four or five shots already, but they're pretty drawn out uh, uh, photography concepts, I guess, photo shoots. They have different, like the, the Empress and the Fool and all that shit. I have a couple of them already made, but pretty soon I'll be asking for like models and shit to like finish out the entire deck, which is like 80 something cards. But okay. uh, so it's, that's like 80 something photos yeah. and times like a thousand some shit. But yeah, Damn. that's going to be like a really long thing. So sooner or later I'll be posting about that, about excited like models to yeah. just come in and shoot. But that'd be Something cool. for y'all to be excited for. Wait, I had just one more question. I'm sorry. This is my last question. If you could be any Disney princess, if you could be any Disney princess, yeah, if it could be any Disney princess for the people, I said I feel like this says a lot about you. Which character would you be? Uh, I would be Mulan because she's a badass. A you know, she she knows how to like 
hold a sword and she's she's fucking uh disguisey i was gonna you know gonna go moana Mo- oh that was a, that's a good ass that's a good ass but, movie. So she's vibing too one. yeah a newy but a goody uh I agree. But definitely Mulan plus that, like, let's get down to business. <laughs> the Huns. That's a good Hell one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is no, a good yeah. one. Plus, she can take care of herself. So, you know, props to, to all that. It's a good good power figure. Is Princess Fiona from Shrek? Yes. Disney Princess. No, I thought I said the same thing, but that, that was my favorite one. That was my top one, is it actually. Not Princess a Disney Fiona? Princess? She's not Disney, I don't think. That's a uh, DreamWorks. Like DreamWorks. Or pic- yeah, DreamWorks. DreamWorks. Is, is there a such thing as DreamWorks? Princesses. <laughs> well, because like, think about it this way: it's like DreamWorks didn't really has DreamWorks made any like animation fantasy stories? If no, then like yeah, isn't they could make some Disney shit too, right? Toy Story's not. That's Pixar. That's Pixar. I'm trying to think of DreamWorks shit now. I'm trying to think. There's of a bunch. Puss I'm trying to think of like, that's part of Shrek, though. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like <laughs> I'm trying to think of DreamWorks mixed with fairy tales, not just like the Shrek version, like. Your Disney princesses and stuff like that. I mean, they As do have Cinderella in Shrek and shit like that. What about the? So is it like I get the license for that? Like, so are they in the same? <laughs> like, are they in the same world or like? I don't see. I don't think so. Because they have the regular <laughs> princesses. Maybe, maybe it's like. Open they do have domain. Snow White in Shrek too. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Maybe, yeah. I bet it's open domain because those were like fairy be. tales and shit like that. You know. That's what right. I mean? We'll put but Princess si- Fiona in there. Why not? Because she's a badass. <laughs> she's a badass. She turned into an ogre. F- for, for love, for love. I guess not fun. Love, love, for love is not necessarily fun. <laughs> she said, "She said oh, it's Tuesday. I don't know what I'm gonna do today." Fuck it. Give me a uh, Shrek green onion ass. Why not? <laughs> pulls, out, pulls, out, pulls out a sunflower. Sunflower to be or not to be, <laughs> to be or not to be. <laughs> That's just great. But she was technically already an ogre, so I'm like, oh, I yeah. guess it wasn't like super weird because otherwise you're a human with an ogre, and I feel like redheads ogres. Is that what you're saying? No, she wasn't. Whoa! Wow. <laughs> that's true. Come on, man. Times. Come on. You man. said it, Daniel. Why <laughs> why <did> you, <laughs> it's not me. I didn't but say not, uh, thank you, Roland, for coming, man. Thank, thank you for, for everything. Uh, definitely want you to keep us updated on these rollouts for the tarot cards so we can promote that. Ongoing but problem. would definitely love to have you back on soon. And yeah. would definitely like the fucking audience to follow you on all socials guys fuck with us go fuck with him thank you guys so much thank you all so much for having me out i look forward to uh being back on sooner or later absolutely like and subscribe and follow us nah fuck all that shit <laughs> <laughs> do what you want but it, that also includes liking and subscribing yeah so. fine and dandy podcast that's what you're listening to that's what we're doing we're signing off rock and roll a uh, later gator go gators you ever wish you just had a guitar you could smash Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, like right now, if I just had a guitar to strum. Honestly, Ding. the laptop is your guitar. Go ahead. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Houston.